Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Hi there. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit. My friends and I are about to set off for a time of wonder and excitement. You want to come along? We'd love to have you join us for today's Adventure in Odyssey. Hey, what are you two doing? I was just listening to this door. Nah, 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 nah. Great cow intestines! Looks like the carpet needs vacuuming. A burden manner indeed. Just yell if you need anything! An escape would be nice. Connie, I'm comfortable. Well, would you like a few more pillows? No, no, I have enough pillows, thanks. Look, you two don't have to babysit me. I'll be fine. You know what Dr. Morton said. She said to rest, not hibernate. I can take care of myself, really. Hey, I'm kind of hungry. How about some breakfast? I'll fix you some of the best omelets. No way! Well, with all due respect, Mr. Whitaker, I don't think you should be eating eggs at this particularly delicate time. Oh. Whit, you were in a coma. Uh, hardly more than a nap. And you had a mild heart attack. You have to take care of yourself. The heart attack was so mild that Dr. Morton still isn't sure it was a heart attack. So don't worry, okay? I'm not worried. Are you worried, Eugene? Hmm? Me? Worried? Huh? No. Good. But we're still going to help you out today. And the first thing I'm going to do is fix you a healthy breakfast. Now, Connie. Connie! Ah. No, no. I'll answer that. I feel personally responsible to ensure that you aren't unduly bothered by well-wishers and nuisances with good intentions. But, uh... uh John Avery Whitaker's residence. Oh, uh, yes, he is. But he's indisposed at the moment. He's resting. Eugene. It's for your own good, Mr. Whitaker. Uh, may I take a message? Well, Emma Douglas, his health will improve greatly with plenty of bed rest, but I'll be happy to pass the message along. Thank you for calling. Perhaps you need an answering machine. I need you to stop this silliness. I'm okay, really. <laughs> ah, yes, the false bravado designed to instill confidence and alleviate worry. Oh. It's entirely unnecessary, Mr. Whitaker. Ms. Kendall and I will be happy to help you. You suffered quite a shock from your experience in the imagination station. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. I want to talk to you about your experience. Mm, yes, well, uh, oops, doorbell. <laughs> Likely someone else who doesn't realize how disruptive his or her visit can be on the recuperative powers of the sick and injured. Eugene, we should talk. Ah, uh, yes, we will. Uh, some other time, perhaps. Meanwhile, just sit back and uh, read a book, Mr. Whitaker. I'll return if you need anything at all. Rest well. Sure, rest well. Let's see now, which book should I start with next? Ah, I haven't read Pilgrim's Progress in a long time. Breakfast is served. Wait, what are you doing out of bed? Oh, I'm looking for a book to read. Why? Back. Uh, Connie, really? I'll uh, find a uh, book oh. for you. Here's your breakfast. Thank you. Uh, I recognize the toast and orange juice, but what's this? <laughs> Fruit, yogurt, and granola. Looks uh, delicious. Now, which book did you want? Oh, I have it here. Pilgrim's Progress. Are you sure that's not too hard to read? You shouldn't strain yourself with all that old English. Well, I think I can handle it. <sighs> all right, then. 
What else needs doing? Oh, this'll do, Connie. Looks like the carpet needs vacuuming. Where's the vacuum cleaner? I can't let you do that, Connie. I'll bet it's in the hall closet. I can do it later, Connie. I'll do it. Oh. Now, you just eat your breakfast and, more importantly, relax. Relax. Greetings. Hi, Eugene. Hello, Mr. Riley. Well, what are you doing here? I'm assisting Mr. Whitaker in his convalescence. Well, good for you. I just thought I'd pop in for a quick hello. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Riley, but Mr. Whitaker isn't seeing anyone today. Dr. Morton gave him strict instructions for bed rest, and Miss Kendall and I are making sure he gets it. Well, I'm sure you are. He'll see me, though. I'm sorry, Mr. Riley, but I can't let you in. Eugene. Whit and I have been friends for a long time. And I'm sure you'll be friends for a much longer time if you allow Mr. Whitaker the rest he needs. I don't need you to lecture me about how much rest Whit needs. Now, step aside. I cannot let you. I mean it. Let me through. I'm sorry, but I can't. Yeah, Eugene, I'm bigger than you, you know. I know that, sir, but there is no doubt in my mind that you will not resort to physical force because of the devastating effect it would have on Mr. Whitaker. You mean when he sees me knocking you silly for being such a pain in the petunias? Precisely. He won't be happy about it. <sighs> well, I guess he won't. <laughs> but you can be sure. You have not heard the last from me. Huh. Won't accept visitors. Well, Young talking All in the line of duty, Mr. Riley. Well, we've been friends for a longer time. Mm, have an otherwise nice day. <sighs> that was, in the proverbial, a close one. Closed? How could Woodson be closed? It's not Sunday. What's this? Push this button. Circumstances beyond our control, Whitsend is closed for the day. We expect to resume regular operating hours tomorrow. We apologize for the inconvenience. No way! The door Whitsend has an answering machine. Excuse me, young man. Yes, sir. Harlow Doyle, private eye. What do you think you're doing lingering in this doorway? Uh, I was just listening to this door. Hmm, listening to the door, eh? Why, was it talking to you? Uh-huh. Hmm, you often talk to doors, young man? Or do you also converse with windows, latches, and maybe the odd gateway or two? You don't believe me. I'm a private eye, my boy, and it's not my job to believe or disbelieve anyone, or anything, until all the facts are in. And what exactly are the facts in this case? You are a boy, and you claim you are talking to a door. Now, when I assemble that information into this keen, analytical, private eye kind of mind that I happen to have, <laughs> I can only conclude that, um, uh, that, uh, ooh, uh, that, uh, <sighs> I haven't the foggiest idea of what the question was. Me either. Ooh, maybe we should ask the door. It's been listening all along. Look, all I know is that Wits End is closed and all I... Great cow intestines! Wits End is closed, and it's not even Sunday. Ooh, there's something wrong here. Something very wrong. Something very, very wrong. Like what? Like, like Wits End is closed, that's what. I smell something afoot in the wind. Why would Wits End be closed on a day when it's usually open? On a day that's usually not Sunday? Hmm? 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 That's the question we must ask ourselves, along with other questions, such as, and not limited to, the following. Why am I here? Why did I put on two different colored socks this morning? 
Why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? Those are the questions you ask? There are others, young man, but I haven't worked them out mathematically yet. What's your name, son? Sam. Sam. Well, Sam, if that's your name, it looks as if we have a mystery here, and I personally like mysteries. Don't you? Well... Good! Then it's on to the case. Our first task is to assemble clues. You wouldn't happen to have an FBI standard fingerprinting computer on you, would you, hmm? No. Last, I left mine in the other suit. All right, then. We'll have to try something else. Maybe we should go to Mr. Whitaker's house and ask. First, we should scan the entire area for clues. Bits of thread, lost hair, discarded fingernail clippings, just in case the culprits were biting them while waiting for the opportunity to close wit's end. Or we could go to Mr. Whitaker's house and ask. Then canvas the entire city with APBs, CIAs, and BVDs. Or maybe we could go to Mr. Whitaker's house and ask. Or maybe we could go to Mr. Whitaker's house and ask. Say, that's a swell idea. Follow me, Sam! Uh, it's this way. Yeah, like I said, lead the way, Sam! Is that your name? Okay, Whit, that's it for the vacuuming, dusting, and reupholstering. Well, thank you, Connie. I'll just busy myself downstairs. And now, no getting up without permission. Just keep resting and reading your book. Page one, yes. Just yell if you need anything. An escape would be nice. <sighs> right. Pilgrim's Progress. As I walk through the wilderness of this world, I light in on a certain place. Hmm? What? Huh? Tom? At the window. Tom, what in the world? <laughs> oh, thanks, Wit. I wasn't sure how long that branch would hold me. Wait, here, get my foot. Out oh, there. Oh, boy. All right, get him. What are you doing up my tree, Tom? <laughs> well, I'm trying to visit you. Oh, you know, that tree is like a stair step to your window. I know. I I've used it once or twice when I locked myself out, but why are you coming through my window? Well... What else am I supposed to do with that Doberman Melsner prowling the ground? <laughs> oh, he wouldn't let you in, huh? Oh, it's a good thing I'm a man of peace, Whitter. I would have clobbered him, <laughs> telling me I couldn't see you of all people. Well, he and Connie are taking Dr. Morton's instructions a little too seriously, huh? Well, you do need a rest. True, but so far... Now, I... Hold it, hold it. Let me close the door. Okay. There. Well, how are you doing? Feeling all right? Oh, I'm feeling fine. Just catching up on some reading. Oh, you are, huh? Uh -huh. Like what? Uh, Pilgrim's Progress. Well, now that sounds familiar. John Bunyan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hung around with the big blue ox. <laughs> that was Paul Bunyan. John Bunyan was an English preacher in the 17th century. 17th century? Right. Well, did the doc say you were allowed to read an old book like that? Well, I've survived the first four sentences without any difficulty. Oh, well, here, let me see it. Let me take a look. Sure. Uh... Why? Because I'm going to do my bit for the infirmed. Meaning? I'm going to read it to you. Uh, Tom, it's very kind of you, but... Nonsense, nonsense. You just rest your head against that pillow, close your eyes, and picture it in your head. Honest, Tom, I'd rather Wait, just... Do you know what your problem has always been? Well, I know what it is today. I mean, in general. You give and give, and you won't let anyone give back to you. 
Now you just rest your head while I read, okay? Uh, okay. <clears throat> the Pilgrim's Progress in the Similitude of a Dream. As I walked through the wilderness uh, of this world, I lighted, lighted on a certain place. Wh what? Where was a den? Where was a den? No offense, Wit, but this writer needs to learn something about English. Oh, I'll be sure to tell him. Oh. As I laid me down in that place to sleep, and as I slept, I dreamed a dream. What else would you dream? I dreamed, and behold, I saw a man clothed with rags, standing in a certain place with his face from his house. What? With his face from his own house. Clever, hiding behind a tree. Wish I'd thought of that. Where were you? Behind a car, but the traffic light changed. Did you find out anything? Yeah, I never hide behind a moving car. Had to run three blocks to keep from blowing my cover. Where's my micro cassette? There we go. Memo to Miss Turner. Miss Turner, please dictate a memo to myself. Remind me to get my jogging shoes out of the closet. Sign it, Harlow Doyle, Private Eye. Thank you in advance, Miss Turner. This is Harlow Doyle, over and out. But what's going on at Mr. Whitaker's house? How should I know? I'm talking to you. But didn't you just go knock on the door and talk to someone? Did I? Of course I did! A peculiar-looking fellow with shifty eyes. It looked like Eugene from here. It looked like Eugene up close, too. And it's just as I suspected. There's something very wrong here. Something very, very wrong. Why? Because Wits End is closed when it should be open. That's why. Oh, wait, we did that. Oh, because he wouldn't let me in to talk to Mr. Whitaker. That's why. Why not? Uh, some scam excuse about Mr. Whitaker recovering from a recent illness. Did you know about a recent illness? No. Then that makes two of us, counting you and me. Which leads me to conclude that Eugene wasn't telling the entire truth. As a matter of fact, he wasn't telling the truth at all. Mr. Whitaker isn't sick. But being held captive against his will. By Eugene? One and the same. I know the type. Meek and passive on the outside. But inside rages the violent fires of a volcano ready to explode in a colorful cataclysm of a... Uh, what was I talking about? Eugene's volcano. Exactly. Some evasive action is needed here. You keep an eye on the front door and I'll sneak around the back. Wouldn't it be better if we just went home and forgot about it? What? That's preposterous! How can you expect us to do the intelligent thing at a time like this? Wait here while I put on some camouflage. But how? By wiping this dirt all over my face. <laughs> there. How do I look? Like somebody who needs to wash his face. Is that so you blend in with the scenery? Oh, so they'll think I'm down on my luck and give me some lunch. Only one problem. What? I'm not sure it was dirt. Ooh. What? said Obstinate. And leave our friends and our comforts behind us? Yes, said Christian, for that was his name. Because that all which you shall forsake is not worthy to be compared with a little of that that I am seeking to enjoy. And if you will go along with me and hold it 
you shall fare as myself, for there where I go is enough and to spare. Come away and prove my words. No offense, Wit, but was this thing a big seller? Uh-huh. Well, I can't make heads or tails out of it. I mean, who's going to believe a character by the name of Obstinate? It's an allegory, Tom. Doesn't surprise me. It's not much of a story. Uh-oh, what now? Oh, someone at the window. I'll get it. Hey, can I help you? Harold Doyle, private eye. What? Come on in. Why not? Thanks. Wasn't sure about that branch. It'll hold you. Uh, not me. I was worried about it. It's the three homeless fellows who helped me get up here. Say, thanks, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> Guess they think I'm part of the club. Well, no wonder with that grease all over your face. Is that what it is? Mm, thanks for telling me. Now, just what is going on around here? Shh! A little Pilgrim's Progress, that's all. Mm, maybe that's what you call it in your book, but in my book, it's called Kidnapped. Oh, that was by Robert Louis Stevenson. What was? The book. My book? Well, isn't that what you just said? Yes. So what book are you talking about? Pilgrim's Progress, see? We're reading it. Oh, then you're not kidnapped. No, it's over on the shelf. Over on the shelf. What? This case is more complicated than I thought. Well, maybe we better start at the beginning. Oh, Whit, I don't want to read that all over again. Well, I meant well, I to... can help you read it. I won the prize for the fourth grade reading contest, Winnie the Pooh. I can remember it like it was yesterday. When was it? Uh, yesterday, actually. Oh. At Odyssey Elementary. I was up against some pretty tough competition, little Harold, little Stuart. Well, this book here looks like it's split up into dialogue, so I could use the help. Okie dokie. Who should I play? Obstinate. All right, but what's the character's name? Oh, oh boy. boy. Hi, Eugene. Hello, Samuel. How's it going? Specifically? Yeah. Delightfully well, thank you. It's quite pleasant for this time of year. Um, is Mr. Whitaker here? Yes, he is, but he can't be disturbed at the moment. He's resting. Oh, is that all? Yes, I believe it is. Uh, should there be more? Nah, just wondering. A pleasure seeing you again. Yeah. Me too. I guess I'll just go back across the street and sit under that tree for a while. If you wish. Uh-huh. See you later. Good day to you. <sighs> hey, Eugene. Oh, hello, Miss Kendall. Was that Sam? Yes, it was. Worried about wet, huh? Well, actually, he's been sitting behind a tree across the street for the past hour and 17 minutes, affecting a rather bored and listless countenance. Most curious. Oh. Have a lot of people stopped by to see Wit? Quite a number. During the last two hours, I have taken receipt of approximately seven casseroles, four plates of cookies, three vegetable platters, and one bowl of rather suspicious-looking green gelatin. Wow. I've also had to turn away one or two rather peculiar-looking people as well. One gentleman looked like he'd been dragged by a car for a quarter of a mile. <laughs> uh, Mr. Whitaker is certainly a man of many diverse friendships. Yeah. It's a good thing we're here, huh? To protect him from those diverse friendships. Boy, he'd never get any rest. Precisely. And I believe we have accomplished our mission. Ah, another visitor. Hi, Connie. Eugene. Hi, Dr. Martin. I thought I'd stop in to see how Whit is doing. We have been most diligent in keeping Mr. Whitaker restful and stress-free. Good. In fact, he may even be sleeping now. Do you mind if I peek in on him? You're the doctor. Please follow me. <laughs> Oh, no, good fellow. Whither away after this burdened manner, hmm? <clears throat> A burdened manner, indeed, as ever I think poor creature had. 
And where, as you ask me, whither away, I tell you, sir, I am going to yonder wicket gate before me. For there, as I am informed, I shall be put into a way to be rid of my heavy burden. Hast thou a wife and children? Give it to me straight. Tarlow. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> yes, but I am so laden with this burden that I cannot take that pleasure in them as formerly. Methinks I am as if I had none. Wilt thou hearken to me if I give thee counsel? Hmm? Uh-oh. Wit? Come in. Wit, Dr. What? Hey, what are you two doing in Mr. here? Mr. Riley, I thought I asked you to leave. You did, and I didn't, so na 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 This is an outrage, a complete defiance of medical authority. Oh, calm authority. down, Eugene. <laughs> Hi, Doc. Hi, Tom. Honest, Dr. Morton, we didn't know they were here. Well, visitors are all right, so long as things don't get too excited. Uh, excuse me, but would everyone line up against the wall and identify themselves? I'd like Wit to show us who the kidnapper was. What? Who are you? Me? Harlow Doyle, private eye. Mr. Riley, I must protest this invasion, particularly after I asked you politely to leave Mr. Whitaker alone for the day. Politely? Huh. Well, the Gestapo was more polite. But how did you both get in here? In the window, I had the assistance of three kind gentlemen. Ooh, maybe they're still out there. Didn't Eugene tell you not to come in? How could you be so sneaky? I'm a private eye. It's my job to be sneaky. Now, Eugene, if you will excuse us, we were reading Pilgrim's Progress to where? I'm sorry, Mr. Riley, but I must again insist that you leave the premises. Yeah, you and what army? Beg your pardon? It really hasn't been like this today, Dr. Morton. Now, Witt's been resting, honest. That's the truth. I'm sure he's not getting much rest now. Well, no, not really. Mrs. Kendall, have you ever read Pilgrim's Progress? What? No. Uh, do you want me to read it to you? No, thank you. No, and you need to leave. That's the whole uh, point. Uh, pardon me. You know, and get that uh, ladder. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hello, me. Nobody move. This is a raid. <laughs> it's him every time. Look, we are here because we all care deeply about Wit and his health. But the prevailing question seems to be, where is Wit? Ooh. Hello, Sam. What are you doing out here? Well, waiting for Mr. Doyle. He was going in to rescue you. Hmm. I guess in a way he did. Were you really kidnapped? <laughs> Did you think I was? No, but Wit's end was closed and we didn't know why. Well, I'm not sure why either. Uh, what say we go in and open it up? Can we? Sure. I'll be able to get more rest there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we have good intentions when we want to help people. But like we saw in today's program, good intentions aren't always enough. If we really want to help, we should think about what the other person truly needs, what's best for them in their situation, and not just what we want for them. That's the mark of compassion. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation to focus on the family. Best Intentions was written by Paul McCusker and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Dave Arnold and our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.